Welcome to Man Cave Movie Night, a podcast where two of us sit around and jabber, jabber, jabber. Isn't that right, Lucas? We just, if there's one thing we here at Man Cave Movie Night like, it's yapping. Also, I just realized my microphone was very far away from me, so that, that probably good. felt like I was on the opposite end of the room. It a thing like that to me. A thing that does not usually happen on this podcast. Here's the thing, Lucas. Jabber, jabber, jabber. That doesn't sound like a very fun episode. No, if it does I not. If I said, yeah, we just jabber. That's lame. So you know what I, my challenge is to us. I would love to know what it is. My challenge is, let's just do a couple sound bites of like some clickbaity uh, lines and and things. And we'll just take turns. We'll do a couple just so we can advertise this episode as more than just jabber, jabber, jabber. But a little bit more spicy jabber. Huh. Wow, I love that idea. How about you show me an example so I know what it sounds like and how to do it? Okay, watch this. <laughs> that might be the hottest take we've ever had on the podcast. See what I'm saying? I love it. No I context love... no context needed. We're going to take it out of context. And then use it and, for yeah, exactly. financial exploitation. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Whoa, what? You said that on live television? You can go to prison for that. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> Ugh, you always do this, and it pisses me off. You know what? We're done. I'm out of here. See? I'm really sorry to do this to you guys, but every member of my family has just passed, and I think I'm going to have to take the week off. I don't know why I laughed at that one. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tough one. That one was tough. That one was tough. Let's see. What else do I got? All right. The official uh, opinion of this podcast is Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, is the best movie ever made. Thank you. You're so brave. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. You know... I may not have born been I may not have been born. <laughs> okay, let's take another. Okay, sorry, let's sorry. take another. Take another. Take another. You know, I may not have been born yesterday, but I sure wish I was. I don't think I quite get that one. <laughs> Wait, what? What? what, what okay, here, sorry. Um, right, just let's sorry, do one more. Let's let, do let one me, more. Let me try one more. Let me just um, do one more, and and we'll we'll end on this one. Okay, we'll end on a, we'll end on a high note. Um, yeah. You guys, I can't believe it. I've just been cast as Mario's son in Mario Animated Movie 2. Can you believe what? it? It's so oh, exciting. Yay. Woo. Oh, I actually have one more. Okay, let's hear it. Guys, the United States of America officially announced the new national anthem for 2024. Are you ready to hear it? Yeah. Well, it goes a little something like this. And welcome back to Man Cave Movie Night. I'm Jared. Lucas. Hello. What? Is there anyone else out there? Lucas, spoiler alert, there's no one else out there. There's some people listening, and maybe one of those people is Niall this week, because Niall's not here with us in studio. Interesting, because we are in the same studio. 
Yeah, we are. Kind of. I mean, Technically. Under the same feet away from each other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Niall is out of town, so we're taking this one. Uh, we're taking this on without him, which is honestly kind of good news for this episode. For this specific episode. For this yeah. specific episode, of course, we love having Niall here, but he's we, a he's a great guest. We love he's having a good Niall. <laughs> he's a good guest. Whenever we have him, uh, we usually have a good time. So, yeah. uh, but this episode, we decided to take advantage of the you know, the circumstance and talk about a show that we both have seen and we both maybe love. We'll talk about that. A show called The Boys streaming on Amazon Prime Video. (laughs) Oh, Amazon Prime Video. Interesting. Yeah, Amazon has some hits. I'll say that. They do. They have some very good hits. And one cool thing about this episode is that we've actually already seen season four months ahead of its release (laughs) so that's true (laughs) so we get to talk about not just seasons one through three but also season four so get ready for some heavy spoilers for all you people who have not yet gotten the opportunity to see season four like jared and i have so (laughs) yeah we have you know what Maybe we'll just frame them as predictions at the end of this episode. Yeah, we'll you know, make just it, so yeah. we're we'll, we'll pretend, but it's for sure going to happen. Predictions that will certainly, certainly happen because we already know that they do happen. So we're just yeah, gonna, we've, we've seen yeah, it. we've seen it, so we know. Guys, it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunately it really drops off after that. You know, peak with season three, it yeah. it plummets. It kind of pulls a lost, unfortunately. Okay, peaks season three. Is that your opinion? Is that what you think of the, the boys? Yeah, no. let's let's go I, let, let, right let's, into it. I'll say, I think season one is the best. I love season oh, one yeah. because I just love um, the idea. Like it, it, this show has come out out of the perfect time where there is so much superhero content. Like the comic is from you know however many years ago, but sure. it was obviously parodying comic books and kind of making fun of how ridiculous comic book tropes are and how, you know, what if sometimes superheroes were evil? And so... Not only that, but, like, if if superheroes did exist in this corporate America... Yeah, exactly. What would they realistically look like? Yep. They wouldn't be altruistic, Mm -mm. you know, they would be be profit-dependent. Yeah, they'd be be grown in a lab and, Yeah. yeah... grunts basically and celebrities yep first and superheroes second yep so i loved the whole introduction of that idea and everything about it because you know i'd heard of the boys i just hadn't really gotten around to watching it and then season three was airing and it was so big and so i watched i started watching season one when season three was already over that way i didn't have to wait for any of the episodes i was just like cool yeah. i can just watch season three all the way through well, if I like it, whatever. Um, And then, of course, I have had to wait for season four, but that was with everyone else in the world, so I guess I just had to deal with that. But very good show. Like you said, very good, uh, like, just very good, um, like, satire almost. Well, definitely, it's definitely satirical. Just like, it's a very good perspective on, yeah, what if superheroes were actually real in modern-day corporate America? Yes, um, so, yeah. it rides the line of realistic and um, pessimistic pers- perspective. Right? Totally. totally, it's not it's not altruistic. It's very, yeah, capitalistic. Not 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 saying capitalism is bad. Well, actually, that's why we're doing this episode without <laughs> Niall because he's very pro. He's very pro capitalism. You and I are, as very, everyone knows, <laughs> even more pro capitalism than more. Niall. 
So I think, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. We're way more pro um, the free market. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I, honestly, I'm right there with you mm. with this. I heard good things about it. It was recommended to me by um, a friend of mine who has recommended a lot of hits for me. Everything they've recommended has been like five stars for me. Nice. Starting with a little book called Red Rising. Oh, wow. And so ever since then, their opinion I've, I've taken very um, seriously when they, when they recommend stuff to me. Because they also know my tastes, I think. Nice. Um, so yeah, they recommended The Boys. I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. I uh, didn't have much else to watch going on. I watched the first episode, and then I turned it off, and I told myself, I don't think I can watch any more of it. <laughs> it's, it's dark, and it's it's rough to watch. Yeah, it, it Straight out of the gate. It, uh, like, it yeah. touches on very heavy topics. Immediately. In the first episode. In the very first. Probably the and, most heavy, I would say. Well, I think so. Here's what I'll well, say as well that I like about it, is stuff that happens in the first episode has residual effects throughout the rest of the show. True. Which is yeah. awesome. I love when a show does that. Succession is another great example of actions having consequences. And it's not just, oh, we need to come up with something because it's season two and we need to come up with a story for season two. It's just like, okay, yeah, these characters that show up or disappear or die, whatever, they'll come back around. It's not like, oh, offhanded, nothing, line, cameo, whatever, like certain mm-hmm. other superhero properties maybe do sometimes. It's like actually <laughs> meaningful. For example, like Lamplighter showing up in season two. Yeah who Starlight replaces in season one. Mm-hmm. Um, like, stuff like that is just really awesome to me because it's just like, I mean, uh, again, it's based on a comic, but I feel like it's adapted to a modern audience even further beyond the comic has been adapted, which yeah. has worked great so far. No, I 100% agree. Um, it, but what I was saying is just it was rough. Yeah, oh, That's yeah, no, kind totally. of It's, it's, it's pet... That episode is very real. It's very mm. relevant to topics going on in the news and stuff mm-hmm. with, uh, well, especially the at the time, entertainment yeah. industry. Yeah. yeah, and I watched it, and it gave me this icky, icky, icky feeling in yes. my tummy and in my soul. And I turned it off, and I was like, "All right, I'm not going to watch that show. It's it's, it's too just going to be it's going to be too much for me." Yeah. But here's the thing that happened, Lucas. I couldn't stop thinking about it. <laughs> I went about my day. I watched it kind of towards the morning on a Saturday. Went about my day. And I kept thinking, well, I wonder where they were going with it. Yeah. I wonder what this world has to offer. And by the end of the day, as I was getting ready to get snuggy in my bed, I turned on another episode. And I watched like four or five more episodes right there. Nice. There you and go. And just throughout uh, that week, I basically binged the first three seasons. Oh, geez. Was, wow. Yeah. So you just like burned through them. Immediate. Uh, I was immediately hooked. Unlike, like, there's a lot of shows that um, have done that to me. And, uh, but this is one of the more recent ones. Nice. Which was very exciting. That is cool. So yeah, that's that was my that, that was my experience that was watching your it. Experience watching it. Yeah, <laughs> it I was hesitant <laughs> and then all in. <laughs> um, I guess like we'll we'll talk spoilers as well. Um, I, well, before we really get into any like specific spoilers, I guess. Yeah. This is an extremely explicit show in every well, yeah. way: violence, sex, nudity, language. It checks all the boxes in 
every possible way you can imagine, yeah. like graphic, disturbing scenes and, you know, topics. So that in mind, if you haven't watched it, it is very well made. Mm-hmm. It is very good. But it's like also, well, you know, it, it's very heavy, like Jared was saying. Like it's very it's, much... it's similar to, to Game of Thrones, I'd say, where there is a lot of very explicit content. But at the end of the day, it's one of the greatest shows ever made. Yeah. You know, it, at it, least several these seasons we've so far we've had are like great. seasons one through three of Game of Thrones. Real good. Mm-hmm. Very good. <laughs> but season four, unfortunately, guys, like we said, yeah, it uh, really it's going to take a big, it's big a bummer. Dip. It is a bummer. Um, so it's worth braving. And I it think is, it, yeah. it does say a lot of, of really interesting things mm-hmm. um, just about society and about the world we live in. And so I think it's worth a watch, uh, 100%. And sorry if you don't like it because of that. <laughs> yeah. I know some people are a little more sensitive. Yeah, no, totally. Totally. Fine totally. Um, I watched this show in its entirety while I was doing online training for the previous job I had, which was summer of 2022 was when I was training for that nice. job. Because I got this job, which was a job that was very silly and dumb, but it was, it paid well and whatever. It was fine. And basically it was online training where I was just clicking through slides for two full weeks, but I got paid for the two entire weeks to do this <laughs> with the occasional zoom thing. And that was great. Jobs like that, man, if only I could have another job like that right now, lol, wink. Um, <laughs> so during this time I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start watching something. And my brother who was had just finished the boys or was watching it i would like get home at night and he'd be watching it and he'd be like yeah you should watch this it's really good and so i was like yeah i'll just do it similar experience to you i watched the first episode and i was just like god it it, like it really does a great job of presenting it like hey look it's kind of like a superhero show you know superheroes and then actually but actually (laughs) huey's girlfriend explodes in five like five minutes in and a train is just like Oh, bro, sorry about that. Mighty, sorry, bro. Zips away, and it's like, what the heck? <laughs> she just like explodes. Like the amount of blood that people are just soaked in is yeah. crazy. There are so many episodes where the characters are just head to toe soaked yeah. in blood. Like it is crazy. <laughs> lots of different characters too. Yeah, it, like Huey oh. first episode, and do they kill the invisible guy in the first episode or like this? No, it's a couple episodes. Then. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. I. Because they, they get him, yeah. and then, yeah. But, uh, again, spoilers for, yeah, for yeah, the spoilers. show. That, hopefully you've seen The first it, episode, but... again, so... Well, even in the first episode, Starlight is inducted in and then gets sexually oh, assaulted. Yeah, dude, that is... Uh, a... By this by power dynamic, by the deep. And it's just so... Oh, it makes entertainment you hate that industry. character. Yeah. Yeah, you immediately, immediately are against are like, him. Oh, cool. Yeah, this is person. Oh yeah, this guy awful. sucks. And then he's in the full. He's been in all three seasons. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he like suffers consequences, which is good. Yeah, like great, but but not enough. Yeah, certainly. he's still he's still out there. He's still hanging. Yeah, that. But again, it's and like other, the whole corporate other people cover up stuff. and animals have suffered because of because, because he's still out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I so that that's another thing. It, it's very interesting. Like this. Is a very clear satire of certain, like the deep is clearly a satire of Aquaman, Aquaman. and Homelander of Superman. Superman. But yeah. it's interesting, 
you know, oh man, I, I just really like the way that they adapt these characters. And Huey as well, kind of the main character who kind of we learn this world through his eyes, is presented as a person, much like me, who is super into this type of stuff. And I think, you know, if we were to be living in a world where it was presented as, oh, these guys are real, but they're great. Here's the movies they're in. Here's comics. Here's collectibles. You know, I would be no different. I would be just as into it as I am now and as Huey is. And so, you know, there's episodes here and there where he gets called out for collecting action figures. And I'm like, well, (laughs) uh." but, you know, no, no, no. in context of that show, of course, I think, man, it's just so ironic to me that this show is produced by Amazon because it's, it's, yeah. it's cr- like Amazon. Amazon is, would be, would be uh, bought in real life. Like bought, they are yeah. bought basically in real they life. Are. And so like, I think the most ironic thing you can own is an, is a Homelander action figure because yeah. that is just like, it's like you, <laughs> it's the whole point. You did not get it. Or you're like, missing the whole point. Yeah, I guess. You're missing the point. And, yeah. So there's a lot of, you know, subtext, obviously, with this, with the modern um, political landscape, I guess. Homelander in particular is very clearly a parallel of Trump. But I will say that's a little bit derivative because Homelander is just way more interesting of a character than that. Like, I think that's kind of like it's almost like ragging on the character and saying like oh you know whatever it's just trump but he's actually really well written and he's by far my favorite character in the show awful you know as a character but really well written like very like very um three-dimensional he he just has Mm -hmm. all sorts of weird motivations and things and it's kind of like you know what if superman actually was evil how would he be motivated because there's a lot of times where it's like you know he could get away with literally anything and we really see him pushing that more and more as the show continues, and especially at the end of season three, where it's just like, oh. yeah. And that is Woof. that's exactly what I want to see in season four is just Homelander being like, I don't care. He's over the I edge. I can do whatever I want. He get away with stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. he has some sort of immunity from it. But he, I mean, the whole thing of him being in check just because of how much he wants the approval mm-hmm. and the love of people. Yep. And then realizing, oh. I can still be loved by groups of people and do whatever I uh, want yeah. cuz they idolize me uh-huh. and they basically like praise me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Know? Again, pretty reminiscent of certain political figures. <laughs> um but I I want to say this while we're on Homelander. Anthony Starr. I have never I I've seen a lot of TV and I've never felt so strongly that an actor deserves an Emmy award than watching his portrayal of Homelander. He is the perfect, like, villain that you want to see fail, Mm -hmm. but you kind of, in a a horrible way, love seeing him succeed. Um, It's just, because it just, the drama is so rich, and his portrayal is so amazing. Mm -hmm. He's so good at it. Oh, yeah. And... He just seems like such a nice guy in real life, but man, <laughs> but blonde man, Anthony Starr is not a good he dude. Is, yeah, very mean and bad. Yeah, yeah it's... I like he's literally in a show with a Nazi. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. He is still more of a villain. Yeah. Then, yeah. Oh, yeah. I here's a here's a few things I'll say about the show. I I, I like 
all three seasons. Season one is my favorite. Season three yeah. is my second favorite. And then season two, I think, dips a little bit in quality, but I still really enjoyed season two. Sure. I think, man, I don't know if I can rewatch this show, but I will probably <laughs> rewatch a few episodes before season four officially yeah. releases because I've already seen season four, but I want to go back and watch um, it again before I watch season four again. So it will be interesting to kind of go through and knowing what I know about the show and everything, not be like as shocked and just kind of soak it in. Um, yeah. And like reappreciate what I liked the first time around. Um, and yeah, it's the, see, uh, I don't love that they kill so many characters that are introduced in the same season. That's like all TV, That's, but it's still yeah. just like, oh, it's, man, it's annoying. It is annoying. Except for what I will say I loved the inclusion of Soldier Boy in season three. He was one of my favorite parts of the new season. Yeah. And you know what? He stuck around. And I was like, thank you. I was so glad about that. Yeah. People who've read the I would comic, not I'm be, sure would not I would happen. not be shocked if if they would have killed him off. I would not. You know what I mean? Like, I was expecting it, honestly. Par for the course for them. But mm-hmm. Jensen Ackles He's is so great. good. He's so good in that role. Like, I've, I've seen season one of... Um, Supernatural. Supernatural. Yeah. And that's like all I've seen of Jensen Ackles. Yeah. And yeah, he's a fun character in that. Mm-hmm. But man, he crushes yeah. Soldier Boy, who's Captain America. Yeah. You know, basically. Yeah. Racist this... Captain America, essentially. <laughs> well, yeah, Captain America, again, in this pessimistic, realistic world mm-hmm. where some dude from the 20s, yeah, or 40s, sh- I guess, showed up. Shows and... back <laughs> up. And he's just. He's just as traditionalist no as he was in the 20s or 40s, yeah. Yeah, the interesting thing as well is the show owners of this show were very involved with Supernatural in the early seasons as well. And so I think oh, that's really? yeah, part of why Jensen Ackles came over, which I, I think see. is very fun. Yeah. So maybe the other brother from that show, I, I know nothing about Supernatural. Uh, Jared Padalecki. Yes, that's his name. Yeah. Maybe he'll show up, who knows. But uh, yeah. I think Jensen Ackles kind of is a little bit bigger of an actor, although I really couldn't name that many other things he's in. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, Outside of the probably. boys in Supernatural. That, yeah, they are the Supernatural boys, I guess, you know? Yeah. That's really all they, they've got. What, um, I'll, I'll ask, what, who who are some of your other, like, standout characters or performances? Um, there's a ton in here. and There like, really I'll, are. I'll just say real quick, like, Carl Urban as oh, Billy so Butcher. so good. Is, so awesome. Is such an awesome character, and the way they write him in... Or like the the way he's written, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not he wasn't written in <laughs> one of the main yeah, characters, them, but yeah. the the way that his story unfolds and you slowly learn more and more about him and about his wife mm-hmm. and about that whole why situation. Why he hates the superheroes like, and everything. It is brutal oh, yeah. and wild. And it makes it so you're like, Yeah, dude, you're justified in your actions, but also you're definitely pushing it a bit too far mm-hmm. sometimes. And and I love that kind of hero, where like Jack Quaid again, Huey is who we see the story through the eyes of, mm-hmm. but it's really like the two sides are yeah you know Homelander Billy Butcher, mm-hmm. and who kind of falls on each of those sides. Yep, who's a hero? Who's a one of the boys? Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's great. Yeah, it it really is. I I love. <clears throat> Um, Mother's Milk as well. I think his yeah. character is similarly super interesting with, you know, 
he's got these kind of righteous motivations, but also it's ruined his family and home life. And so it's like, yeah, yeah he's saving lives and helping people and blah, 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 whatever. But ultimately his wife is just like, look, I can't do this, which is totally fair. And then that guy who she starts dating is like super into Homelander and you know, yeah. at the end of season three, he's the guy who like he's is cheers. cheering when yeah. Homelander blasts the head off that guy. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, there's just some like that scene l- is wild. I know, and it's real is the thing because there are a couple other scenes where he kind of has like visions where he's like, oh man, if only, and he yeah. just like blasts. He holds himself back. Yeah, he holds himself yeah. back. Like he there's the one where he just raise like just... laser beams through the crowd and cuts everyone in half. And I was like, yeah. what the? And then, you know, it's fake, yeah. but still. And then, you know what he wants. <laughs> season three, he snaps. And bro. then he actually <laughs> does it, yep. And then people are cheering, and he's like, huh. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Cut to black. Cut to black, season four. Season, man. And then season four. I just sucks, really but... wish they would have played it off in season four. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. You guys. They actually don't address it. They don't address it at all, which is the biggest bummer about it. You, you guys can have whatever opinion about it once it comes out. Yeah, once it comes out, you let us know what you think. Yeah. Um, maybe our opinions will change. Down the it. rewatch, probably not. Yeah. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, I think one of the other kind of standout characters, um, she's uh, Ashley Barrett from Vought. Who's just losing her hair? She was the assistant oh, in season one, yeah. and then she's just slowly <laughs> going like psychopath. And that is also such a good role for this kind of corporate America. Mm-hmm. Like, how willing are you to like sell yourself oh, to be yeah. successful yep. and sacrifice your morals, sacrifice you know um, your sanity to achieve a, a higher level in the corporate ladder? I mean. She, she's lost it, bro. Oh, she has. Here's the thing I'll say as well. Like, kind of looking, reminiscing, because, like I said, I watched this basically a year and a half ago, I think about the same time you did. Yeah, um, about. And so it's not as fresh in my memory, but talking about it obviously is making me remember more and more about it. Yeah. And there are just so many characters in the show that are so, mm-hmm. well, like, every single character, honestly, is Everyone. super well written. There's not a single character I'm like, eh. And... Even the ones that they kill off, sometimes I'm like, man, I love that character or what, maybe not the character, but what they did for the show. And so seeing them go is kind of like a bummer. But at the same time, it's like, you know, it it works for the story. No one ever feels like, oh, man, Johnny wanted to move on to other projects, so they had to write him off the show. And so Homelander just walked up and snapped his neck for no reason. Like, all of the deaths have are motivated they're they're done for a reason all the characters are introduced for a reason and then they always have like some sort of ulterior like oh hey this is why this character is actually here even it's and it's not like oh this character is homelander's grandson it's like (laughs) oh this character you know was supposed to be a superhero and they were like beaten up and raised in a lab and they're just like a reject or whatever. Like they all, they all have some sort of connection to this larger world of Vought um, and just kind of how manipulative and terrible they are. And I, um, yeah, it's great. It's a, it's a great show. Talking about this makes me, yeah. Want to rewatch it. Want to go watch some scenes at least. Um, I was going to ask, what is like one scene that stands out? Um, just as you're thinking about back, is there, is there one or maybe two that just 
you think about pretty often. Yes, there's one scene in particular that I bring up that I just find so just brutal. Like, for, yeah. for quite a few reasons. It's in the first season, or it's in the first episode of season two, and they're looking for someone to replace, I think, the Deep... Uh, yeah, I think so. In the Seven, which is like their the version of the Justice League or Avengers or whatever. And the secretary later who pulls her hair out. I don't remember her name. Ashley. Yeah, Ashley. She presents Homelander with this guy who's basically the equivalent of Daredevil. And she's like, yeah, you know, he's great. He can, he's a great martial artist and he's blind, but he can use his super hearing and he's able to do this, this and that. And it's like super corporate because she's like, yeah, and he's, you know, Asian American, so he can appeal to more audiences, whatever. And yeah. Homelander is just like clearly not interested. He could not care less about this guy. And then he yeah. walks up to him, is really excited to meet Homelander, talk to him, and Homelander yeah. just claps his ears, and yeah. he's just screaming and yelling, and he's just bleeding out of his ears. And he's just like, yeah, well, now he's no different than anyone else. And then he just leaves. And the yeah. lady's like, Whoa. leaves him deaf and deaf blind and now. blind. Yeah. And it's just like, oh. oh my gosh, like, it's just crazy. And then they just move on. Like, it's yeah. it's just such an insane scene, just a little moment when, you know, Homelander isn't being watched. He He's just going to do what he wants. He's like, I don't want this guy on my team. I'm not going to let him hold me back. And so, yeah, very, very good. Great, uh, great scene. That's one that always, like, I'll think about every now and again. And I'm just like, huh, man. There are a few much more explicit scenes that I don't really want to talk about that I am just well, yeah, forced pl- to remember. Exactly, <laughs> like the Ant Man, the Ant Man guy, oh, in my, and the, oh, the it's terrible, whole it's terrible orgy episode. That's yeah, just like I can't remember in what, season I can't three remember what they called it, but yeah, it's some there's like, a name, name for, for it, the party. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, it was Hero Castle. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. I um, I also think it's funny that like Seth Rogen. <laughs> co-produces this show and the only yeah. time he ever shows up are like little like tiny brief cameos every now and again and it'll just be like terrible like just like yeah. oh man yeah there's seth rogan like but funny like it's just putting him in a really terrible situation because he plays yeah. himself as well which i find hilarious um yeah i think i mean that's that would be my number one answer as well for seeing that stands out is the the deafening yeah oh, deafening man. scene um but uh, another one is um the plane scene in season oh, 1 where dude it's i don't really want to talk too much about it cuz if you haven't seen the show like and you're still listening yeah you should just watch it you but should, basically yeah. the heroes show up to save a plane fully for political reasons mm-hmm. right it's not again an altruistic thing it's a business decision yep. um and they they go they save the they could save the plane and they don't yeah <laughs> and that whole scene is brutal oh. it is tough it is tough and again another great example of actions having consequences beyond a yeah. single episode because uh-huh. that is a huge part of the show going forward like one of the most important things that happens and oh man i feel like didn't know isn't it like homelander accidentally like hits the plane like he they make it worse somehow on accident 
And then they're like, well, maybe that's what whoops, it is. Sorry about that. And then they bail and then don't do anything. Yeah. Until... Well, and she's like, can we, Maeve is like, can we save one person? And he's like, no, because then they'll <laughs> yap about it. And well, she, she's like, go, uh, yeah, go, go grab the plane and try to fly away. And she's really trying to like save the people. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, if I grab the plane, it'll, I'll rip through it. Yeah. It, like aluminum. Yeah. You know, like there's nothing I can do. We, we could, we tried, we failed. Let's just get out of yeah. here. And it, it's tough. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, and and then again, it's like the whole, you know, they have the boardroom meeting where they talk about, oh man, bummer that, you know, this has happened. But let's band together as a team and move forward. It's like, you know, an entire yeah. plane full of people died, and there's just so little care about yeah. it. It's it's just such like a oh whatever. Like, I didn't see it. It didn't personally affect me, so who cares? Yeah. But, yeah, the... It's just the characters are incredibly well-written. It's just even the characters that you hate, that do absolutely heinous acts for hours (laughs) upon hours upon hours, they are compelling because they're so well-written. You want to see what happens to them, whether it be good or bad. And, you know, sometimes... It's almost like a Walter White type thing sometimes where it's like, it would be cool to maybe see them succeed at some of the things, even though what they're doing is awful. And it's kind of interesting because the boys are almost like that sometimes too. Like the boys are the team of the The quote unquote good guys. But even then they have their moral ambiguities where it's like, yeah, they're not as bad as Homelander, but they certainly have other problems. Like they murder and, you know, whatever, like it's nothing. So yeah yeah and huey that's absolutely something huey kind of has to adjust to especially in the early season um but they do a great job of kind of acclimating all that stuff and yeah there's just a it tackles a lot of you know very relevant modern issues in a really you know impressive and good way so definitely definitely would recommend it especially before season four like it's the perfect time to watch it season four is going to be coming out and some point this year, you can that gives you a few months to watch seasons one through three, and you're gonna want to keep watching once you start it because it is very you, you want to see what happens and yeah, so big. Well, let's let's um, do you have a prediction? And let's pretend. Like Let, let's pretend like we haven't seen it. Yeah, is there one thing, one singular thing that you wish would happen or you would like to see happen? Um, one thing that i would love to see happen is or you predict will happen or i don't predict want to will. see it happen yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i yeah this one kind of covers both of those because i think homelander will further test his uh a, like what he can get away with and i i cannot wait to see what that limit is and i would love to see him go too far and for people to be like, whoa, wait, what the heck? Like, what did this guy just do? But, like, yeah. they're on board for a while. And he's really able, like, you know, he's already murdered someone. But I would love to see what that line is. And I would love to see him cross the line. And then for the public to then turn on him. So I think that would be a very interesting uh, dynamic to see. And, like, character explored in season four. Unfortunately, you know, we know they don't do that, but if, yeah, if I'm having to predict as though I haven't seen it, that's what I'm predicting. 
it's crazy. Homelander's killed immediately. Immediately, yeah. Which is wild. Yeah, by the deep, um, too, which is shocking. By the yeah, by the deep's octopus. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I my, my prediction would be, I want to see Homelander's son. Well, yeah, Homelander's son. Yeah. And I want to see him kind of become evil. Yeah. Like I want to, oh. I want to see him keep losing his uh, his way. Yeah, you know? it's kind of I already started. Yeah, he's gonna be a bit of the heart of the the show, basically starting in season two. Mm-hmm. Once he was introduced, yeah, season two. Then you know you're like, oh, this is a pure boy, kind of like has his mom. That's it, mm-hmm. and then ripped away from all of that. And it's rough. Guys. It is rough. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be rough. And who the mother is, and all that. Like, it's just like, oh yeah. man, so well written again. Because it's like, Very well. oh, that's the worst possible scenario of where this kid came from and why. Yeah. It, oh man, jeez. But season so. four, I I didn't love like the whole thing in season three with where they could get like temporary powers temp v i also don't like temp v i bet it's gonna go away because i think a lot of people i, I hope it. so and well we know it doesn't it becomes permanent and everyone becomes superheroes yes which was a weird twist very weird uh but i was predicting <laughs> everyone i'm hoping with the audience that it goes yeah, away it's the it's the syndrome thing except it actually happens where if everyone yeah, is does. super no one is no one is except for homelander who he's the only one with superman super- powers which yeah, is the exactly. strongest so <laughs> well i think we're going to just keep talking about you know things, things that, we, that like. we like yeah yeah which will just be the whole show so if you are interested in any things that we've said and you haven't seen it yet please check out the boys it is so so unbelievably good um this is a shorter episode because we don't have our boy nile here mm-hmm. um but we are so so very grateful for you listening um even without him Yeah, when Niall's not here, uh, we lose one third of our audience because he is one third of our audience. (laughs) Um, He might not even listen to this episode because he hasn't watched The Boys. (laughs) But um, you're right; (laughs) he probably won't. Um, But uh, we love you all, and we especially love our Patreon subscribers. Uh, And we want to give a very special shout out to Niall's mom, Kel, for them. Uh, Those are Nick Bell, Michael Polancic, Easy Lob, Britton Inkley, Riley Allen, Ian James Martin, and Hannah Steed. We love you. Shout out to Kel. Shout out to Kel. Thank you, you all. And thank you, Kel, for continuing to persevere. We yeah best best of luck going forward. <laughs> yeah. That's actually where Niall is is taking care of her. Yeah, in Guatemala. 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 Yeah, medical care is cheaper needed there. To, needed to get surgery outside of state lines. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we love you, and we'll see you on another Man Cave Movie Night Monday. Ciao, bye, Bazinga.